is Tuesday, March 31st, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. i uh, got a couple of iRacing events to talk about today. Uh, the first one, the uh, first late model race for the iRacing uh, World of Outlaws Invitationals was last night. Um, we've done two sprint car races so far, but this was the first of the late model shows. 43 cars signed in for the race at the Dirt Track at Charlotte. Uh, the field included some, some of the same guys as the sprint car show, uh, Chase Briscoe, Kyle Larson, Logan Seavey, uh, even guys like Carson Macedo were, were in this one, but there were definitely some new names, um, some late model guys, some modified guys uh, came out for this one. We saw names like Scott Bloomquist, which was pretty cool, Justin Allgaier, Tyler Clem, uh, Jimmy Mars, and Mike McKinney were uh, all on the list uh, of guys to participate. Nick Stroop was quick time over Trent Ivey and Eric Riggins. Uh, the format for this show was just a little bit different than we've seen for the sprint car shows. They did run five heats uh, with the top three transferring, but then instead of kind of running alphabet soup, they did two B mains uh, with the top three in each of those transferring to a 21 car feature. Uh, the five heat races were won by Mike McKinney, Trent Ivey, Eric Riggins, Matty Watkins, and Kyle Larson. The first B was won by Corey Gordon. Uh, Scott Bloomquist and Logan Seavey were the other two transfer cars from the first B main. The second B main was won by Carson Macedo with Jimmy Mar and Gordy Gundaker transferring. Uh, Mike McKinney started on the pole. He led most of the feature. Eric Riggins mounted a charge with about 15 to go. They ran a 50-lap feature, uh, which was a, a few more laps than we've seen in a sprint car race. But after bri briefly taking over the lead, uh, Riggins, uh, there was contact with the, that kind of knocked him out of that spot, um, pushed him back to about a seventh-place finish. Um, on a late restart, uh, Ashton Winger made a little bit of a bid for the win. Um, McKinney was able to hold him off, kind of threw a slider at him to kind of keep him at bay. Uh, McKinney would go on to win. He got he took the $1,000 win over Caden Cornell, Ashton Winger, Nick Stroop, and uh, hard-charging Logan Seavey. Logan Seavey came from 20th to finish 5th. Pretty good run for him uh, after having tr to transfer from a B-Main. It was fun to see a little bit of a different group kind of battling for the win in this race. Um, you had guys like Bloomquist and, and, and you know, Nick Hoffman was another one of those names you saw in that in that feature. Um, but it, cool to see like a little bit different style of racing and some different guys. And, and uh, uh, you know, the, the late models obviously bring something very different than the sprint cars do. And, and it was cool to kind of see that difference and, and to see some different names up front than we've seen in the sprint car races. Um, and, and, you know, even guys like Kyle Larson ran well um, in that race. Uh, so it was really fun to watch. I, I think, um, you know, maybe if you're not a sprint car guy, this was definitely something to check out. Uh, and, I, you know, I wasn't surprised to see it be an entertaining race, and I, I would imagine it will be uh, super fun going forward as, as these kind of races continue. And, and I think, too, like, you, you know, kind of what we saw from in the sprint car race and what we've seen kind of in some of the other stuff, like the NASCAR events, uh, definitely, too, where, where as guys get more laps, as they're competing more often, the races get better. There's, you know, there's not so much kind of crazy crashing and things like that as, as they kind of learn how to race around each other and, and uh, you know, kind of figure it out. So as these guys get more laps and kind of get pre get more prepared on a week-to-week -week basis, I think you'll see the races continue to get better. Um, which I think is saying something because the races up to this point, I think have been really, really fun. Also last night was the second race of the season for the iRacing World of Outlaws Sprint Car World Championship for the Pro Series guys. Um, last week, Alex Bergeron, your winner at Volusia Speedway Park. Uh, last night, they were in action at Lernerville Speedway. This is a new stop for the series. They're actually going to go there twice this season. This field of guys, you're going to, you know, not know a lot of these names as, as I kind of go along here. Hopefully you'll kind of learn them as, as we cover this series, you know, for the next, you know, eight or nine weeks left of the season. But incredibly talented group of guys. These guys are super good at the very top of, of kind of the game uh, when it comes to sprint cars on iRacing. Um, and again, we're very close in qualifying. I think last week the whole field was separated by three tenths. This week, 
the whole field was separated by six tenths. Uh, Sean Timmerman went quick time over James Eden and Alex Smolders. Uh, following qualifying four heat races, um, each transferred four to the feature with two B mains taking the top two to the feature. Last week's winner, Alex Bergeron, who was very dominant, he qualified deep in the field. He was 25th. Um, at the, the racing the whole night was was really, really bonkers. Um, you, you know, Lernerville is, is you know, a, kind of a fun track anyway. You, you know, you see a lot of guys kind of ripping the lip there. Um, but it, it seemed like we kind of had cars all over the track all night long and, and a lot of three and four wide racing and just, you know, super nuts. Um, the first heat was won by Kendall Tucker. Uh, Bergeron missed the transfer spot by one. He needed to finish fourth. He finished fifth. Uh, so he would have to come out of a B main. Heat two went to James Eden's. Heat three to Alex Smolders. And heat four to Cameron Merriman. The racing in the Bs was super ramped up. I mean, the, the racing in the heats was good. The racing in the Bs was even crazier. Um, those guys obviously desperate to transfer with only two spots being able to move from the B into the feature. A uh, lot of three and four wide racing. Uh, the first B was won by Alex Bergeron. Chase Cabray uh, came up from ninth to grab the other transfer spot. Um, in the second B, Colton Hardy led nine of the 12 laps, but some late moves shuffled him back to fourth and outside the transfer. Logan Clampett grabbed the win with D the, the Dylan Semelman. The slider he threw coming to the white flag at three and four was one of the biggest sliders I've ever seen. He threw a Hail Mary in there and somehow was able to make it stick. He would hold on to, to grab that final transfer spot into the feature. Um, but great racing uh, into that. And, and I think because of that racing, um, we saw the, the series officials make a, 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 a decision for the feature that uh, definitely ruffled some feathers. There was some drama beforehand. Uh, last week after the B mains were over, they reworked the track. So the guys, before they went out for warm-up, had a fresh track to start out on. Um, and so, you know, a few laps in the warm-ups and then, you know, start the feature on, on effectively what was a, a, a fresh track. This week, they did not do that. Um, and so a track that was already wore in pretty hard, um, really from the top to the bottom, um, they then had to go up for warm-ups. And, and a lot of the guys were not happy uh, with the series officials after that move. But I think because of the racing and, and um, you know, the the way that kind of night had gone up to that point, I, I, it doesn't really surprise me that they made that decision. Um, but in the feature, after finishing 19th last week, it was all James Edens. Kendall Tucker led the first lap, and then Edens took over um, and basically drove away to win. Nobody caught him. I, I think his margin of victory was over a second. Uh, Lewis Hewitt finished second. And while most guys kind of ran the top to the middle of the track most of the feature, Joel Berkeley was the one guy. Uh, he rolled the bottom pretty hard and was able to make that work for a third-place finish. Um, I, I can't imagine how difficult it is to kind of run the bottom uh, there at Lernerville. you you got to be really, really precise with your line. And, and he made it work for that third place finish. Uh, Alex Bergeron was hard charger. He ran from 17th up to 6th. The only driver to finish in the top five both weeks was Cameron Merriman. He now leads the point standings after two weeks over Bergeron. Blake Cannon is third, Adam Elby fourth, and David Heileman is fifth. Next week, the series uh, heads over to the Fairbury Speedway, which should be a wild race, um, especially after what we've seen kind of in the first couple of weeks here with the bigger tracks like Volusia um, and even Lernerville a little bit bigger. Um, the tight confines of Fairbury will be super crazy. Um, I've, I've ran a few races at Fairbury myself on, on, on the game, and there's just there's not a lot of room to maneuver. And, and the margin of, of error there is pretty is pretty small. So, you know, I think you're going to see some some wild races, especially some wild battles for transfers and things like that next week. But uh, if you want to watch those races, again, they are Monday nights at 9. You can watch them on Twitch.tv uh, twitch slash iRacing and iRacing.com slash live. 
the World of Outlaws events have all been on Dirt Vision. The Sprint Car event next week will be on Sunday night with the Late Model event again being on Monday night. Um, moving over to kind of the world of real racing, uh, more series and races have made some uh, some announcements, some postponements, and some cancellations in recent days. Um, the Super Dirt Car Series opener at Can-Am has been pushed back. Um, the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour Stop at US 36 Raceway has been pushed back. The Mars Racing Series has pushed back some races. Um, you can find uh, information on all of those um, and some of the other race announcements over at DirtTracker.com. Just kind of scroll through that first news page um, and you can see a lot of those announcements from some series and some races. Uh, if you're looking to renew your Chili Bowl tickets for 2021, they've went ahead and push the deadline back for that to June 5th. Uh, so you have a little bit more time to make those decisions and kind of get your plans in order for the 2021 Chili Bowl. Um, like I said, that has been pushed back now to June 5th uh, for all of you folks headed to the Chili Bowl next year. If you haven't been to the Chili Bowl, um, I feel like that's one of those kind of bucket list dirt racing things I think that everybody should experience uh, at least one time. I've, I've been a couple of times now um, and, and had, it's just, it's it's an incredible event week long. Um, it's, you know, a big party all week with, you know, kind of some racing going on and, and you know, the, the guys that you, you know, see throughout the year racing in a lot of other series are all there hanging out. You know, they, they've got their one racing night, but then, you know, the rest of the nights of that week, they're hanging out. Um, and it's just, it's a really neat event. The racing is always fantastic. And it's just one of those things that, you know, if you are a dirt fan of, uh, you know, at all, it's one of those things I think you definitely have to experience. Um, so if you haven't been to Chili Bowl before, I would certainly recommend getting to Tulsa in January because it is pretty, uh, pretty cool event. So uh, that's a show for today. You can find Dirt Trucker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, tell your friends about us. Um, you can also watch the show on YouTube and Facebook every single day, just like you can listen to the podcast. If you'd like to email the show, you can do that at info at dirttracker.com. That is D-I-R-T-R-A-C-K-R.com. You can follow along with the site at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website dirttracker.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Don't forget to sign up for that Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to, uh, today. I hope everybody has a good Tuesday. We will see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.